Uh, hey everyone, welcome to the Good News Podcast. And uh, today we have a beautiful young man joining us. Um, some of you who, if you've been around NBUC or followed us, you may have seen him. His name is Evan Gerard. And, and Evan approached me, he just got back from college and he, and he just really felt led to share a bit of his story of being at college, experiencing so many new things, but also the way that faith played a role in his experience. And, and I am so glad that Evan uh, brought this conversation to us. Friends, you you are going to, I think, really enjoy this. I, I know I was I was as blessed by this conversation as any conversation we, we've had on on the Good News podcast. Um, I was inspired, encouraged, and just just grateful for the way God is working again in this beautiful young man's life. Friends, fasten your seatbelts, get ready for a really good one coming up here. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome to the Good News podcast, and today. We've got a very, very beautiful young man as our guest. Um, some will know Evan Gerard. Evan has been a part of North Bramley United Church uh, for the last several years, uh, came during COVID. In fact, uh, we're going to talk today about, about faith and the impact of faith at school, at college, because uh, that's, a, that's a really amazing experience that, that Evan's had recently. But, you know, Evan, why don't we start by just jumping into a bit of your story and how, how God brought you to NBUC, because it's, it's yeah. kind of cool <laughs> that that happened during the, during the pandemic. Yeah, for sure. So... Uh, I first like got into faith because there's this chick I was interested in uh, high school and she was religious. So like, that's honestly the reason <laughs> I started exploring <laughs> religion. I'm not going to lie. A dating strategy. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Uh, but my mom has been like, not against organized religion, but sort of against organized religion mm. because of the fact that she's a woman, just the whole idea of organized religion and how they, how some of them behave, such as like the Latter-day Saints, even the Catholic Church to some extent mm. can be very predatory, especially on young folks. But my mom knew somebody here, Sarah, I can't remember her last name mm. for the life of me, uh, helps out, does the baptisms. Uh, oh, yeah, Sarah Symington. Yeah. 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 Uh, she knows her, went to high school with her and whatnot. So she suggested coming here. And then I was just like, all right. And then I actually met Dwayne uh, Whitney. Yeah like literally two days before the next lockdown. So I came and got a tour of the church, literally like the moment I was able to right before it closed. Wow. And then you're talking like March, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Like a while ago. Yeah. And then I've just sort of been here ever since. And wow. it's just been great. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, it's been, been quite a journey for you. I know we're going to talk about <laughs> faith at school, which is, is, is really awesome that that was a, a huge part of your, your, your school but maybe maybe to backtrack a little bit like hmm. once once you got here um you know you're worshiping online yeah. we're all online how did how did you 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 came to a point where you really experienced god in a, yeah. in a very um significant way yeah <laughs> maybe, maybe talk a bit about what that process was like for you and kind of the difference <laughs> that that made in, in your life overall uh so for me it was like mostly the fact that i felt very welcomed very like able to be me have questions doubts regrets mistakes and not have to worry about being judged or having to like confess everything i've done wrong to somebody who wears a robe because he's gone to a special academy or whatever mm. they're like it was respecting me for me and one of the closest friendships i have now is with frank Gurupso and his wife kareen mm. because they literally live like five minutes down the road from me and he actually got me my first job. So it's just incredible to see how like I came through 
like a girl. And then I was able to meet Dwayne, able to meet Frank and just feel like a whole connection, a whole web of like friendships and mm. connections being made. And then I joined Alpha, which was just great. Like it's one of the best choices I ever made. And like, I'm not gonna lie, before taking it, I would hear everybody like story about it. Mm. And I, I would kind of be like, well, I don't really believe it if everybody has something positive to say. Like, mm. there's always got to be that one person who's like, no, it wasn't for me. Mm. So it's like when everybody is agreeing with it, I was kind of like, there, there's something up with it. But that's just not true at all. <laughs> because if there was ever going to be that one person who didn't agree with it, it was going to be me. Wow. Okay. Because okay. it was online and I didn't like online school. And school was online at the time. Mm. So that whole idea was just like, I didn't really like want that. And the fact that I was the youngest person there definitely was a little more awkward as well. But it was definitely a life-changing experience for me. And mm. the way I've grown has been incredible. And for me, like I read this really amazing quote the other day. And it said, when you ask God for something, he packs it up and ships it to you right away. Mm. But the problem is you don't know the date. You don't know when it's going to come. Mm. Because if you did, it would destroy the one thing he needs of you, which is your faith. Mm. So it's like, to me, realizing that faith isn't your ability to sit here and make grand speeches or preach or be able to recognize everything you've done wrong and pray a specific way, like do all these quote unquote, like right things. It's your ability to believe in what you want and what you have asked for. And that God is willing to help you get there mm. as long as you're willing to believe in him. Mm. I feel mm. like that's been a huge transformation in my life because I'm able to believe that, okay, I have a set goal and I believe I'm going to get there. And I know that God is my greatest ally mm. and he's someone I can use at any point, at any time. And I know that eventually what I ask and what I need of him will come through. Mm. Mm. And what I'm hearing as you're talking about it is, and, and you have to do your part. Yeah. Like you, you, have you to took Alpha and that was a way through which you really experienced a, a depth mm -hmm. of who God is and, and a growing relationship with God. Yeah. But you you kind of stepped into it yeah. and did your part by taking Alpha and trying to open up yourself to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, you mentioned Frank and Corrine, and and, mm -hmm. and this is part of your faith journey. And I, I think sometimes we underestimate the impact mm -hmm. that we have on other people because we don't always see it or yeah. or know it or we, we, you know, yeah, we just, we wonder maybe, um, does it make a difference how mm -hmm. I live my life or my life as a as a Christian, as a follower yeah. of Jesus? Um, can you can you say a little bit more about the impact uh, for you yeah. in in just in the way Frank and Crean, very faithful people, mm -hmm. um, young people, uh, people who you're you were already connected with, mm -hmm. kind of cool. Eh? Like so, yeah. How 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 did that help um, open you up or part of the process of you you coming mm -hmm. to coming to faith or at least coming to certainly a deeper faith than you'd had before? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, for starters, it was the fact that Frank is around the same age as my mom. So the fact that like, I didn't have a male role model at the time, I was looking for somebody to look up to. Mm. And the fact that I was able to work with Frank every day was great. And he's just a super chill guy. Like, I don't think I've ever really seen him in a bad mood, like ever. <laughs> and it's like, despite the massive decent age gap between us we've never had a fight never really had an argument it's like we just pretty much see eye to eye on everything he's always down to like let me come over and stuff like chill smoke after work or whatever like yeah. just genuinely have a good time and 
I feel like because he and his wife were on the welcoming team, they kind of invited me to join that. And mm-hmm. I was like, and for the very first church service I attended, like the very first in-person one, I don't know if you remember this, it was way back when they were like recording the sessions and then putting them up on the screen. Oh, yeah. And there was only a, like a certain amount of people yeah. oh, in yeah. the church. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That was they, hard. That was hard. Yeah. They invited me for the like the very first like version of that. Okay. And I'm honestly feel like if they didn't invite me, I probably would not have gone because it definitely made it easier knowing that like there was people there that I could at least talk to and whatnot. And once they told me like they had been a part of the church for a while, I was like, okay, so they probably know people that can help me know people. So and the fact that they were super friendly to me, like straight off the bat and everything, like I was like, damn, if this is how everybody is, like, I want to be a part of this. <laughs> wow. That's cool. That's, that's cool. Well, you, uh, you've just been at school and, uh, yeah, w- w- maybe, maybe you tell us about that experience uh, first time y- y- in a way from home, right? In a significant way like that. I, I know, you know, love some of the, the, the texts that we exchanged and, and certainly had a few calls and, uh, we've got a little WhatsApp group yeah. that's out of our, out of one of our last alpha groups together. And uh, yeah, just was, it was cool to kind of relive that experience a little bit, anyway, uh, through you. But yeah, what, what was what was that like for you? Going going to school, moving away, being away from home for the first time. So, I was in yeah Kingston for college, uh, for just a one year uh, general arts and science for trades. Uh, it was definitely like an experience. So like at first when I moved away, I was like, oh, wow, nobody can like tell me what to do. I can do whatever I want, but like, bro, that's not true. No matter, no matter where you are, there's somebody above you who's gonna tell you what to do. If you're renting, it's your landlord. If you own a house, it's the city with their permits. It's, mm. it's always something. And it's like, okay, we didn't follow every rule, but like what the RAs don't know can't hurt them. <laughs> but to an extent, you have to, like there's a lot more responsibilities and whatnot. And like, you can write them down and see them. And it's like, all right, I know I got to do this, but actually doing it, well, that's a whole different story Mm -hmm. that takes effort. It took an entire first semester to find the balance between how to party, how to do my chores and how to actually study Mm -hmm. and get good grades. So that was definitely a huge part. It took a lot of maturity, a lot of close calls. Cause like there was a while in the first semester when I didn't have much leave room to pass through my classes. And the second semester, I was like, oh, hell no, I ain't doing that again. I don't want that stress of knowing, okay, I got to, like, get 70s or above on some of these. So I pulled all A's and everything this semester except for one class. (laughs) But Good for you. It was was great, honestly. And, like, the thing at college, too, is, like, the kind of social barriers that exist in high school don't really exist. There's not, like, cliques. Like, you don't have the jocks, the nerds, the cool kids, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, people for the most part, when they're there, have moved there by themselves. They don't travel in groups. So you're all in the same kettle of fish. You're all, Mm. for the most part, doing this for the first time. My roommate, that was his first time moving away from home. And we both, the main reason we wanted somebody in the same program was so we didn't get lost (laughs) trying to find our classes. Mm. So it's like, you always still have that little bit of okay even though i'm here by myself i still do want somebody to kind of help me and guide me a little bit as this is my first time so it was definitely a little easier to make friends and whatnot because yeah this was where it's only people just want to hang out and like party it's like if 
there was a party going on, you didn't really need to receive an invitation. And if you did, it was pretty much the entirety of dorms would get mm. invited because nobody really was excluded. Everybody just wanted to like be there and enjoy it. Mm. And it's like for me, knowing that I was only there for one year, I really wanted it to like soak in and get like as much as I could out of college. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly feel like I don't like I got the experience I want from college. I don't like regret any decisions nice. I made. So. Nice, nice. Now you mentioned that just needing to learn to balance, you know, mm-hmm. the having fun, partying in school, the, you know, <laughs> relationships, life, you got to eat and, you know, do these <laughs> clean and do these things, you know, clothes. Um, and my guess is as a student for the first time, definitely that's a huge lesson. Yeah. But I think probably all of us, whatever age, whatever stage of life, we, we often kind of wrestle with that. And mm-hmm. how do I balance all these things that I, need to do and sometimes i feel overwhelmed and yep. so how how did what, what what did you learn how did you mm-hmm. how did you come to a place where you found a, a way to balance all of those things uh it's not easy yeah <laughs> like yeah. at all uh to anybody who might be struggling with it like that's perfectly normal that's mm-hmm. perfectly fine uh i think the biggest thing for me was recognizing that I'm only human. There's only so many hours in a day. And I need to set aside a certain number of hours for my bare essentials. A certain number of hours to eat, to drink, to shower, to sleep, to relax, to have me time. So that takes away a part of it. So I know there's only a finite amount of time to do X, Y, and Z. Mm. And I know that, okay, if I may not have done everything today, hopefully I can wake up tomorrow and have something to strive for. Mm. I can have a goal to at least work for. I don't wake up the next day thinking, great, what am I going to do today? Mm -hmm. Because it's like, I already have something I need to Mm -hmm. do today. Mm -hmm. So, and it's like, but it's also important to balance that with like a good social life. So for me, definitely the first little bit of it, I would only like study. I was cooped up in my dorm Mm. and it came at the detriment of all the relationships and whatnot. And I feel like that, see, while I'm in school, that isn't a big deal. I can focus on that. But later on in life, perhaps those studies change into money that you pursue instead of a spouse or children. Mm. So it's important to recognize that, okay, you have goals and things you need to pursue, but you also need to balance that with a social life because relationships are where we as people impact other people and see societal change. Mm -hmm. I can achieve everything I want, but if I don't have any relationships to spread that achievement, those goals and how I got there, then it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just love the the process of prioritization that, mm-hmm. that you learned, you know, yeah. Cause often I think when we get busy, we can, um, we can forget about yeah. people. It's we, easy you know, to say, like, yeah, oh, can, I'll do it later. I'll yeah, do it later. Yeah, I'll call them later. And a week goes by, another week. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, it's like six months or a year, and you haven't talked to somebody. And then it's like awkward to try and yeah. reach back out to them. But yeah. it's like, yeah. just do it. Just yeah. No, and, and sometimes in your own home. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's not school. Maybe it's business. Maybe it's making money. Um, we can get into a mindset where, you know, where we think we're doing something for our family. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, sure we are in some ways, but, but right. just to, to not lose that, that that's priority a, yeah. of relationships and people and, mm-hmm. and that good for you. Like that's so cool. So, okay. So what would be an example, if you can think of one, um, where, because you made that shift, like, Hey, I, it's not just about school mm-hmm. here. Like it's, it's about 
building relationships and connecting with people. Um, any any people who you became friends with, uh, any connections you made, and it, yeah, that I'm I'm grateful for that. I got I got that, and I got a good degree, and you know I did fine, and that's cool too. But you kind of balance the school with having some time with you know relationships, friends. Uh, yeah, any 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 specific any people that come to mind, like wow, that, I'm so glad I made that shift because now I know this person. I had this experience with these people, like, that kind of thing. Uh, definitely there's a large friend group i had uh in college it's funny we just call it side quests because our main quest was to have fun and all the side quests are everything we do to get there <laughs> so um for a little while yeah like i didn't hang out with them or anything and it wasn't i made it clear like it wasn't them it was me like i didn't want to hang out not because of anything they did but because my priorities were different and then, like, the few times where I would, I would have a great night, and I'd be like, you know what? Like, I am, like, doing what I want to achieve. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not really feeling fulfilled, feeling happy, because I know, okay, I did all this work, but, like, there's nobody here to celebrate it with me. I'm the mm -hmm. only one who's, like, can actually bask mm. in my accomplishment. Mm. And... I feel like nobody really wants that no matter how successful you are loneliness is a killer mm. like so and then towards the end of the year yeah my one friend lauren i was chilling in my dorm she kind of came in she was like i'm kidnapping you and we're going out you, you don't get a choice so i was like oh, okay fine and then we ended up going to the beach and like having a fire and everybody was like yo evan i need a picture of you socializing because mm. like people really wanted to see me but like i genuinely I like did not realize how much people actually like wanted to hang out with me and whatnot because I'd been so cooped up in my own world of I need to do this, this, mm -hmm. and this. It doesn't okay. matter who like who I drop along the way. They say like when you start to get successful, you lose a lot of people. But that's not necessarily true. You don't need to lose mm -hmm. a lot of people to be successful. Like that's all how you define success. Success to me is being able to look at my life and say I'm proud and have an impact on other people's life. Mm, like mm -hmm. just a positive impact. And I can say throughout college, I think I definitely did because people nice. would want to hang out with me and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. amazing. Amazing. Um uh, you you I know in our conversations you you mentioned Evan that faith <laughs> was really important to how you experienced um this year. How, yeah. So how how did that play out? How mm -hmm. was your faith, your relationship with God, how did it, you know, and especially cool because, you know, when you're away at college, sometimes yeah. you're away and sometimes people break away from uh, that part of their life yeah. as well. And so just, yeah, curious how it all worked out yeah. for you and, and how, yeah, how it was still a positive, uh, positive thing for uh, you, how it made a difference. Well, mm -hmm. I'm going to keep it real. Like, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't go to church every weekend. I would forget some weekends. I wouldn't pray every day. I'd forget some. And I'm not going to lie, I did not read my Bible a lot, but I feel like my faith would never falter because I feel like everything I was doing, I was doing it because God wanted me to. Mm. I would never be like, oh, I don't want to do this and then regret it later mm. on. Anything that I was striving for, I always felt like God was helping me there and assisting me along the way. And... Whenever I would fall into like a moment of upset, a moment of failure, for example, like in first semester, I went through kind of a rough breakup with currently my ex. Mm. Uh, and then 
So that wasn't easy at all. And then I found myself like really relying on God a lot more and reading there's certainly parts of the Bible. And I feel like for me, I still pray, but not in a traditional way. Like I don't mm. sit and like cross my legs or go on my knees and pray. To me, I'll be sitting like at a table, sipping like tea and eating breakfast and just kind of ranting out loud about hmm. just whatever. And I feel like that is me just talking to God. I feel mm. like I definitely feel him there and any conversation I ever have with what some people might consider myself, I feel like is a conversation and a prayer with God because prayer doesn't always necessarily need to have a structure mm. or a specific way of going about it. Like again, what you like what you pray for isn't important. It's the fact that you pray. Mm. So and the fact that you're appreciating God and taking time out of your day mm. to just say thank you. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about what you put in the middle. He cares about the thought mm. that you put in. Like It's like if you gave him an empty box, he would still be grateful that you gave him the box. Mm. It's the thought that counts. So cool. like to me, I wouldn't sit here and necessarily ask for a ton of things. But I would just go on about stuff that would be on my mind that necessarily I didn't want to just have to go with like by myself. Mm. I would just kind of say it out loud. And that was how I feel like I grew in faith was realizing that it's not about having to attend church every single weekend. Like I guarantee you, I'm not the only student or the only one who missed church throughout that last eight months. Everybody does. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, I'm not the only person who forgot to pray every day Mm. throughout those last eight months. I guarantee you, I'm not the only person who didn't read my Bible Mm. every day for those Mm -hmm. last eight months. So it's like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It happens. Mm. God knows that we're human and that we're, imperfect and he wants us that way mm. he wants us to come to him and ask for assistance for help he didn't he's not gonna like get mad at you for mm. messing up for being a mm. human because if that were true well i wouldn't be sitting here right mm. now mm. i would have been long perished a while ago mm. none so, of us would yeah none of us would god right? is oh. willing to accept your mistakes and work with you which is i feel the other major way I grew in faith was knowing that it's okay to mess up. It's okay to not necessarily follow God's every step. It's okay to be like, you know what, God, I don't agree with you on this. Mm. I'm going to do this. And then later on realize, shit, you were right, bro. Like (laughs) it's okay to realize that because at every age you're young and immature, no Mm. matter how much you grow up, I don't care. You're still young and immature. Mm. There's always somebody a little older, a little wiser Mm. who's been around the block a couple more times Mm. than you. So it's important to know that, you know what, you can mess up and everything's still going to be okay. Mm, oh, I love it. And we're all human. We're all mm-hmm. growing. We're all still finding our way. It doesn't matter what we, age or exactly. stage, right? We all feel that way. You know, oh, I love it. I, you know, just, I love the graciousness and, and just like the genuine um, relationship with God. It, 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 you know, as you're talking, Evan, um, I'm I'm thinking that partly what was happening over this time of being away was uh, almost like a deepening of your relationship with God where... Because um, it can easily, the Christian faith in life can sometimes be like almost like a checkbox, you know? Yeah, like, like a set of rules. Oh, I prayed, and yeah. oh, I read the Bible, and, and, and I went to church. And, and, and I don't hear you saying that those things aren't good things or great things. Oh, God yeah, works exactly. through them. But if that's what, you know, but it can just, it can become a checklist. And what's like, meant to be, all that's supposed to meant to foster and flourish your, feed your relationship <laughs> with God, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit. 
And it feels like you entered into a time where sometimes those things happened, sometimes didn't, but you went almost even a little deeper in those very honest, genuine conversations with God. You mentioned, and you would just feel God's presence. You would feel, um, I think so many people wonder, what is that? What does that look like? What does that feel like? I wonder if you could describe um, what those moments of of feeling a sense of God's presence are like uh, for you. That, I think it'd be really, really helpful. For sure. Uh, for starters, about the checklist thing, yeah, yep. one of my friends, uh, definitely, they asked me, they were like, so like, I was like Christian for a while, but I found the whole faith to be like, sort of rules you have to follow that kind of stop you from having fun. And they were Catholic, and I was like, oh, well, I'm Protestant. They were like, oh, you're the fun Christians. It's oh, like, geez. okay, <laughs> that, that's a nice label. I was like, it's not that I'm a fun Christian. It's that I know that the rules God set in place are not set in stone. They're not a way to prevent you from having fun. They're a way to help guide you and help you grow in life, especially when you mess up. You can hmm. turn back to those and realize where you messed up mm. and then do better moving forward. It's not, oh, if you don't do this, you're done. It's, oh, maybe you messed up. Hey, let's look back and, oh, here's where I messed up. And then you can scroll through the Bible, for say, or through church or mm. through a podcast and find somebody who maybe went through the same thing mm. and figure out how they overcame it. So it's not how exactly live life to like be like this 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 it's mm -hmm. just how you can like be better around those core principles mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and in terms of feeling god's presence it for me manifests in a lot of different ways okay uh i'll start with the first one uh it's actually guilt mm -hmm. um so for me if i've done something i know is wrong for example i've gone out of my way to try and ruin somebody's day, try and ruin somebody's happiness or something like that, I'll feel God's presence in the form of guilt. He'll be like, bro, what mm -hmm. you doing? Mm -hmm. Like, come on. You are trying to take away something that I have given to somebody else. Mm -hmm. That's not cool. Mm -hmm. Just because you don't feel it. And other times it would manifest itself in the form of reaching out. I would oftentimes just text some of my friends and be like, hey, I'm just checking in. Are you good? Mm. And then they would be like, you know what? No, I'm not. And it's just a miracle you happen to text me. Wow. And it would just be a nudge from God just being like, hey, you haven't talked to this person in a while. Why don't you do it? Or it's like that gut feeling you get that kind of pushes you in either direction. When you're like right on the edge, if it's pushing you to do something or to not do something, I feel like that is God's presence in my life because he already knows the consequences, good or bad, of what's going to come of either decision. Mm. So when I feel myself being nudged to do something, to go a certain way, particularly if it's something positive, like if I'm being nudged to talk to somebody, to do a set of chores, to yeah, just even like talk to somebody in my family, be like, hey, how's mm. your day been? I'll usually take that as a sign from God, and that's kind of how I feel his presence in my mm. life. It doesn't have to be these big, huge, grand things, but the moment I feel like you start to appreciate smaller, simpler things in life, the sunset, the sunrise, your friendships, the nice weather, the fact that we live in free country, you notice much more of God's presence throughout your life mm. and throughout your day-to-day. -day. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. Oh, awesome. I'm just like, amen. You know, yeah, yeah. For and so back to how did how did how did all of that um impact your experience of being at school? Yeah, definitely. Um uh it definitely made it much much better, yeah. I will say. Yeah. Uh I can confidently say that yeah, I don't regret it. I had a bump in time at college. It was a blast. Uh and I consider myself very, very fortunate. Because I know that there are people out there much more academically talented than I am who could probably do much better trades than I can, but simply do not have the resources to attend college. Mm. So I consider myself immaculately lucky Mm. that I was able to just be there Mm. to get that experience of what college is like. You know what? I was able to live away at home. Mm -hmm. I made friendships and relationships and connections for the very first time in my life and it's like it was simple simple things that I would start to do that would make me realize you know what I'm slowly turning into an adult like first time you have to go grocery shopping by yourself first time you have to make a list like hmm. the heck is that hmm. <laughs> like bro, I don't know what kind of milk we buy all I know is it's in the picture and it's cut like yeah, it's just, I don't know like stuff like that it, it's it's crazy and then you look back at it and you're like damn I really did. I overcame nice. college. I got my diploma. I went and I did what I needed to do. Cool. Faith for me throughout it has made me realize, like, you know what? Every moment that I had in college was one that I should savor and one that mm. definitely helped me grow and made me the person I am today. And I feel like if I didn't attend specifically St. Lawrence, like I also got accepted to Algonquin and Cambrian. Uh but I feel like if I didn't go where I went and experience the specific things I experienced, I wouldn't have been able to develop the faith and I guess into the person I am now. And it definitely helped having the WhatsApp group, like mm. chat in from time to time. It was definitely great. And online church mm. helps. Uh, it was definitely like online church for me. It's, it's not the same as being in person. Yeah, sure. Like, yep. but it's like, you definitely feel a connection. People make an effort to make you feel included nice. despite being so many miles away. Like, I think it's like 400 kilometers away, whereas from MBUC. So the fact that I'm able to have that distance and still feel right here is incredible. And also not to mention, like, you have a uh, reading week and mm-hmm. Christmas break and March break and whatnot, where I was able to come back and actually experience yeah. in-person church and just re-feel the love and the connections that I had back home. Because it's easy sometimes to move away and forget about that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and be like, you know what? Like, I'm here. You get caught up in your new life. Like, you know, you're girl boss in it, guy boss in it, whatever. Like, you're 18. You're invincible. Mm. But And it's easy to forget, like, your roots of where you came from. So for me to be able to come back home and to like feel that love again was definitely something that helped keep me humble and keep me like grounded in my faith journey. Very cool. Oh man, Evan, thanks so much. I love, I love the way that you express that and, and, and live it and growing. We all grow when you grow, we all grow when you, when you share this man. And just, I really, I've been blessed by this conversation. Thanks so much. I want to finish with a good news podcast rapid fire here. If we could, uh, what's the best thing going on in your family, in your home these days? Honestly, it's just the fact that I'm back home. Uh, just 
the reconnection of mm. family getting back together and whatnot. My aunt's graduating this October, or not this October, this August. Uh, our brother's going into grade 11. And yeah, so it's cool. just been just being back home, connecting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, best thing going on in your community, in your neighborhood? Uh, definitely more people are coming out and enjoying the nice weather. Beautiful. I see a lot more parties. I've had a lot more interactions with my neighbors and whatnot. So that's just been great. Yeah, right on. Um, best thing going on in the world? Big one. <laughs> Honestly, I would say the fact that, you know what? We're still here. An asteroid mm. hasn't wiped us out or nothing mm. catastrophic has happened. There are major events going on around the world that's easy to get wrapped up in. You see negative stuff on the news all the time, but you know what? We're still here. Mm. We're still finding a way to mm -hmm. make Earth a better place. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Evan. And love Thank to you. pray for you before we close here, if I could. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, God, thank you. Thank you so much for this beautiful young man and for the, the faithful way that you continue to lead him and love him and fill him the way you work through him. I, 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 can, I can just imagine so many people at St. Lawrence at college in Kingston where he, he has been uh, blessed by his, by his presence and by the way that, that uh, he would interact with them uh, because of who you are in, in his life and the way that you continue to overflow through through him. Thank you for just those moments of feeling your presence, of guidance, of nudges. Continue to to give uh, to, to give those those moments and direction to Evan um, as he carries on with his life. Uh, whatever is next, that you will be, that you are with him every single step of the way. So we thank you for all of this and just praise you for it. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thanks, my man. Thank you. Awesome to be with you. Yeah, you awesome too. to be with you. And thank you, everyone, for joining us, being a part of the Good News Podcast conversation today. And uh, always, always appreciating you and cheering you on and praying for you as well. God bless you and be with you. Oh, man, I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I just, I appreciated so many things about this conversation. And, and I, I'm a different age than Evan. I'm, I'm a different stage of life than Evan. But I still could relate to, to, to so many things that he said, that the idea of balancing things, you know, and trying to make life work from schooling to relationships to, you know, just, just the regular everyday stuff, the, the lesson of prioritization, of, of, of putting people first, of, of really recognizing at the end of the day, life is about relationships about the people that we get to to share our life with so to to invest in those to put time into those to be intentional about those uh, what what great lessons for all of us and and so glad that that god brought those lessons to evan uh, through his time at school i, I also really appreciated evan's um authenticity uh, just the, how how and a very real expressing uh the newness of life at college the challenges uh, but but even uh, and especially around his faith that just just recognizing that some of the things that maybe he'd done before whether it be reading the bible or being at church every sunday like like service at every sunday maybe those things weren't happening in quite the same way and, and yet god was still with him god was still reaching out to him and led him into this very honest and real prayerful open genuine conversation where where maybe evan went even deeper 
in his life with God. You can kind of feel that, sense that. So that is that, that, really, really cool to me. I hope that you've been inspired by, by that as well. And and friends, you may know a young person who is heading off to school or maybe maybe is in school now. Um, maybe you want to share this conversation with them because it might be helpful, hopeful for, for them as well. I know I know it certainly was for me. And I look forward to sharing this with, with, uh, with lots of people that, that I know and encourage you to do the same. You can also follow us on Instagram, Good News with Jamie Holtham. Don't forget to subscribe and then you too will get get real real be um, updated whenever a new episode is released which is pretty much every week friends it's it's so good to share life with you uh, really do uh, value you and, and thanks for being a part of the good news podcast family god bless you and be with you and hope to see you again real soon next week we are going to start a new summer series called unsung heroes we're going to look at some really awesome stories some amazing people who often we just never hear about because they're behind the scenes but they're doing incredible stuff through which god is blessing people i can't wait for the summer summer of unsung heroes hope you can join us god bless you friends and hope to see you again real soon